Neil Cassidy. Neil Cassidy. Well, welcome back to Shakedown Stream, right here on NVY Radio, our very own Grateful Dead show. My name's Jer Beer. We've enjoyed two weeks of Jerry time and last week's Garcia time, and now it's time for Captain Trips. We're going to go back to the psychedelic time period of the Grateful Dead with Jerry Garcia. In the background, we got Cassidy himself behind the wheel. Right on. Nope, move to 50 first. We'll get hindsight. The way to earn 56 beat the six C's he had. Speed, law, and marijuana. The only writing I ever did is a laudatory. And I'm
Wow. That is a very serious viola lead blues with a little Looney Tunes jam right there in the end. That's from August 4th, 1967 at the O'Keefe Center in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, it was a, a week where the Grateful Dead and Jefferson Airplane did a excursion for a week of jamming outside of the United States, uh, showcasing the San Francisco sound presented by Bill Graham. And uh, this was the last night of a run, and it was five months after their first album was released and a month before they would start working on Anthem of the Sun. And that showcases one of the first journeys of the Grateful Dead psychedelic jam and there's Mr. Captain Trips, Mr. Jerry Garcia leading the way. Some would say that he was a psychedelic banjo player. And there's a fine example of that. So that's this week's theme, is we're going to do the music of Captain Trips, uh, a name that Jerry Garcia was dubbed at one of the acid tests with Ken Kesey. I don't know if he liked the, the name, but everybody got a name at the acid test. And we will do a featured show, 821-68, Fillmore West, San Francisco. I've played a couple of these shows, but I've never played 821. So that is something to look forward to. I'm psyched about that. Why don't we do a little bit more from 67? We're going to go to the Shrine in Los Angeles from 11-11-67, a tune that we may know, and a good tune for Mr. Jerry Garcia. No mercy. It was 
anything in this land. Death will go in any family in this land. Yeah. Pull it back. Was 
just the safety. Yeah. No, 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 no it's not the safety. Sure, huh? No, that's the thing that makes it so you can pull back the slide. Oh. Or, or something like that. It's not the safety. This is the safety here. Mm -hmm. On a Luger, I know Watch I have both safety. of them. Do you have a Luger? Yeah. They're really complicated. Yeah, oh, they're beautiful. beautiful. See, you get one grain of sand in them, that's why they made the P38s, because you can throw them in the mud and they'll slip on. Right. It's a 90 millimeter mint condition. Beautiful. All matching numbers. Oh, really? Yeah, Yorma's got one also that's all matching numbers. Is mint condition. Right? Yeah. I bet the clip's not matching, though, is it? The whole thing. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing. He's really got it. It's, it's beautiful. Does he collect guns, or is he just... No, that just happened to be one of those things he fell into. Yeah. He's always doing stuff like this. Yeah. Anything else? Beauty. Anything else about what? Anything you want to ask, right? Oh, God. You like his view? Yeah, I like a little bit. You like his style? But you wouldn't like to play this stuff. Well, I sure would. <laughs> if I could do it, I'm sure I would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think I would come to think of it. <laughs> I didn't think you would either. No, I. He plays a little bit uh, independent of the rest of the band. That's exactly what I thought. Right. And I sort of like to play a little more with the band. Why don't you pack it up? Um, any summarizing comments about anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, no summarizing comments except where can I buy some 32 ammo? <laughs> you blow up on your hand. I'm going to go out.
Forget about the dead you left, they will not follow you. Your love is rapping at your door. Is standing in the clothes that you once wore. Strike or no. It's All Over Now, Baby Blue, from July of 1966, San Francisco. Yeah, that's like one of the first Baby Blues. It became one of the great encore tunes later on uh, in the 80s onward, and it was always one of my favorite, if not probably my favorite. Eh, Broke Down Palace is always good, too. And that is uh, on one of the releases of The Grateful Dead called Birth of the Dead on Rhino Records. Before that was a dark star from the Greek Theater, uh, October 1968. October 28th, 1968 to be specific. And then we heard a a little bit of a Jerry interview from March of 1967. I had played a big part of that a long time ago and uh, thought I'd finish up the tracks. Interesting, you could hear, it's funny, Garcia talking about guns, and they were talking about a gun that Yorma had. And I think it's so odd now to even think that they were talking that way. But it was a different time, you know. People weren't cuckoo about guns. Well, Captain Tripp's, uh, not too long ago, the hat that can be seen on the very first album that the Grateful Dead put out with Jerry Garcia wearing this red, white, and blue top hat, uh, that hat went for... Uh, on the auction block at Christie's. I think it went for like $50,000. And it was a hat that Garcia wore uh, in the Haight-Ashbury area when there was a anti-Vietnam war and the summer of love and great music, just kind of hanging out in San Francisco with all these great bands, and Garcia wore this hat. And uh, pretty cool. And the hat was still like in good shape, but... He literally kind of gave the hat away to this guy, Harry Straunch, and they had a boutique shop in Haight Street. It was called In Gear. And uh, they asked Garcia if they could put the hat in their window. And when they were done with the display, they asked, you know, hey, Jerry, you should pick up your hat. And he said, you guys keep it. Right on. That was back in 1967. So speaking of Yorma and this whole kind of psychedelic rock, acid rock. Uh, I got a nice little show here from 518, 1968, the Northern California Folk Rock Festival at the County Fairgrounds in Santa Clara, California. How about that? 
it's kind of maybe where it began. It's definitely where it kind of ended. And this is with Yorma. And we're even going to hear a little Cassidy banter. Right on. This is, this is Captain Trips, 1968. <laughs>
uh, a few words to the people, please. Uh, Fuck the people. Uh, Fuck the proletariat. Fuck the... Uh, hey, man. What is this? Oh, members of the press. Well, motherfuck, uh, motherfuck the proletariat. You're on your rest of the work from your own, sir. This is great. Well, you Yes, yes, thank you, Mr. Weir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cassidy and all sorts of other banter was happening. As a member of the proletariat, I'm quite offended. But being offended is a, a state of mind that, you know, isn't so bad sometimes. Well, that was The Dead, 518-1968 at the Northern California Folk Rock Festival at the County Fairgrounds in Santa Clara, California. And it says here, parenthetically, from Yorma's Masters with Stage Mics. And uh, so we heard a feedback, caution, reprise, there is a mountain theme, caution, alligator reprise, drums, alligator. And that is some pretty thick uh, jamming with Jerry Garcia and his psychedelic colleagues. Kind of funny about the tape recording rap at the end because whoever recorded that, it's still with us now and we can hear it now. So it's good that people uh, had tape recorders and knew how to use them and uh, recorded all this stuff. Well, right on. This is Shakedown Stream right here on MVYradio.com and I want to thank everybody for joining in. We are doing Captain Trips, and I, I just couldn't get away from doing our devotional honoring of Jerry Garcia for the month of August, and I, and I just want to keep doing it. And so I thought, let's do some August 1968 stuff, True Blue Captain Trips, and uh, it's kind of where it all started. In all of this incredible ooze of genetic scrambling of musical notes and so forth, uh, eventually a structure of the Grateful Dead came out of that. So let's listen to Jerry talk a little bit about the acid trips, and then we're going to get ready for our featured show at the Fillmore West, August 21st, 1968, right here on Shakedown Stream. Mm-hmm. 
prop, you know, like a lieutenant up there, trying to make an announcement over the microphone, which is being, <laughs> the dials are being run by some madman up in the balcony somewhere, you know, and so the cop's voice is coming in and out, you know, and Kesey is raving some, some sort of semi-patriotic slogans over the top of the cop's rap about it. We have to clear the place out, and this thing would cut off right in the middle of the draft. Phil and we were there arm in arm, you know, around each other, they're singing something like uh, the Star Spangled Banner real loud in the cop's ear, you know, while some big bear of a freak is banging his hand with a tambourine, you know, and the cop's looking, I mean, it was just so funny, you know, really hilarious, you know. You stay up and down, wait to wait. Real tight with 
that shiny black electrician's tape. Oh, it really looked weird. And then he had some kind of some kind of weird robe on over that. And then he had a, a crutch painted battleship gray with a gun sight on the end of it. And, uh, you know, it was like, it almost looked like something you've seen before. You know, you know it was like almost recognizable, but had this mysterious quality, you know. Oh, but, but anyway, in the midst of all that craziness, here's these policemen, and they're so straight, and then Babs comes down, and he looks like, Babs at that time was, and Keezy and the Pranksters all had these kind of like superhero costumes that they wore, and they just looked incredible. Babs looked like, you know, Captain Marvel and this dumpy cops, you know. And he has this expansive style. That, well, what is it, fellows? You know, what's going on, gentlemen? You know, can I be of some assistance? You know, and he's tall and commanding and all that. And he was an officer in Vietnam, so he had all the shtick, you know, the officer's shtick. And he could always really come on to the cops just great. You know. And he'd be he's there talking to him and all this stuff was going on. But just the way that things flowed. And I remember there was a whole bunch of, then for some, something happened. And the cops were up in the balcony. They were going around in a little official knot, sort of inspecting, you know. And uh, all of a sudden, these freaks are, are there with this ladder, and they're, they're putting this ladder up to the balcony and climbing it, and they're hollering, hug the heat, hug the heat. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, you know, these amazing, crazy demonstrations. Guy comes in, last one out of the mountains, Ed Sanders, leader, three things I had, a flat tire, a place to stay and a joint. He handled all three immediately. A couple years later, I found a girl. She had a couple of wives, a couple of kids, and everything. But anyway, that's true. And your home is. So anyway, the ski boy. Crazy demonstration. Oh, God. That was, that, you know, nothing is, I mean, everything is real pale compared to that stuff. There's just nothing is going to be like that. What did she say? Yeah. You didn't hear 
once again. Good night, everybody.
potato caboose. The date is 13068 Eugene, Oregon on that one. And before that was a morning dew from 82468 The Shrine. And that is from one of those shows from The Vault. I used to listen to that show all the time right, when I got it on CD. And then we heard a little Jerry interview about the acid test. And I don't know when that was, but you could hear Cassidy in the background and certainly Ken Kesey. I think Babs. Those guys were my heroes. When I was like 15 years old, I was reading the acid Kool-Aid test in the library of my high school. And I don't think anybody had any idea what I was reading. (laughs) But I was like, this is amazing. And I thought that Garcia's description that it was like the zany psychedelic Marx Brothers was a good description. Cool. Well, hey, there are miracles all around us, and uh, we just always have to know it and always have to see it. Um, I learned a new word that a gathering of hummingbirds is called a charm. And we have three hummingbird feeders now. They're intense. Uh, Like there'll be one hummingbird that will defend the feeder and like chase other ones off. And then while, while it's chasing one off, another one comes around the corner and feeds on it. It's, and they'll even bump up against each other. It's like kind of intense. And so we decided to get more hummingbird feeders so they didn't have anything to fight over. But I think they love it. They're having fun. And so now we have like six hummingbirds just zooming around. It is the coolest thing. You know, I, I've been a big fan of bird feeders for a long time, but this is a whole nother level. And boy, you got to really be able to see them because they're really beautiful. I think some of the ones we have are infants or, you know, just were born this year. But they make these little sounds. It's the coolest thing. So anyway, it's a charmed life we lead. All right, this is our future show. We're going to the Fillmore West, August 21st, 1968. Right on. Rainbow colors blended His mind remained unbended He had to
Thank you. All right, that was the dad's first set from our featured show, The Fillmore West. 821.68, that was feedback out of Alligator. And I did hear a And We Bid You Goodnight theme as a part of the last Alligator. It does say that there was a mountain jam in there, but I wasn't sure if I heard it. Maybe you did, as we did a whole theme on the mountain song. Then we heard a jam, alligator, drums, alligator. A really kind of cosmic good morning little school girl with pig pen. And then the full cryptical envelopment with the other one. The beginning is cut off, but I looked at other versions of this show, and all of the versions have a cut at the beginning of the first set of this show. So, And I have a couple versions of the show. I think I went with the best version, but I think they're all very good. Um, and to really nail it down would require um, a lot of listening. I just wanted to get the ball rolling, as they say. Well, I don't know if some of you heard the track uh, that will appear on Bob Weir's solo album that will be coming out in the fall. It's very good, and it's been circulating around. It's been getting good reviews. People like it, and uh, I'm impressed. Bob Weir is going to kind of start doing some nice acoustic uh, cowboy tunes and again hooking up with the guys from the National yeah nice I like seeing Bobby do good stuff like that alright we're going to get set up for the second set and this is you know the pure um, cosmic psychedelic uh, primal Grateful Dead which I, I've always associated with Captain Trips but this is uh, another part of Garcia where he jammed very well, very fast. He was very young, and they were just coming out of that crazy acid test scene and becoming their own band. You know, before all that, they were just kind of a band that played at clubs around San Francisco, playing some rock songs here and there. But they were really becoming the Grateful Dead and definitely were the Grateful Dead at this point. So we're going to get another clip on this uh, tune, but this is a classic lineup of Grateful Dead songs that were made famous on the live Dead album. Right on. This is the Grateful Dead right here on Shakedown Stream, MVY Radio.
calling it home. Marching comes a-calling, but I'll be woman.
Standing and crying in this land, in this land. Come to your house. You know it don't take long. You look in the bed one morning, find ya. Mother's gone, I said death on
get a little lonely in the middle of the night. And I need you, darling, to make things all right. So come on, baby, baby, please. And I'm begging you, baby, and I'm on my knees. Turn on your light, let it shine on me. Turn on your love light, let it shine on me.
And I need you, darling, to make things all right. So come on, baby. Come, come on, on, baby. Baby, please. Baby, please. Yeah. 
Well, that's the Grateful Dead doing In the Midnight Hour Encore, the featured show. Before that was a Turn On Your Love Light out of, well, I don't know if it was out of, it was maybe a standalone with a Death Have No Mercy out of the 11, very nice, out of St. Stephen and Dark Star. Second set from 82168 Fillmore West in San Francisco. Right on. Good show. A good sense of Captain Trips, that that part of the music that Jerry Garcia did, oh so fine. Well, there is a volume seven of the pure. Well, I don't know if it's called Pure Jerry, but a Jerry release 
of the Jerry Garcia band from November 8, 1976 at Palo Alto. It was recorded by Betty Cantor Jackson. It was previously uncirculated, but it was uncovered by Donna Jean. During a recent move, she found this tape and shared it, and it will now be released. Uh, And this is when she and her husband Keith were playing with Garcia. So something to look forward to. And then the Lockin' Fest in Virginia will be starting up this weekend. And you got Fish for two nights, Ween for two nights, My Morning Jacket, Phil Lesh and Friends, Anders Osborne, Circles Around the Sun, my new favorite band, Donna and the Buffalo, and uh, Joe Russo's Almost Dead. They'll be playing two nights. Uh, Tedeschi Trucks Band, which I really like. Yeah, Umphreys McGee. And uh, I thought I read somewhere that Bobby and Mickey were going to show up for something, or at least part of the uh, extravaganza. And I suspect there'll be a way to do like a video stream. I'll have to go to their webpage, lockandfest.com. Well, right on. Hey, um, thank you for joining me. And uh, we've had a good time with celebrating Mr. Jerry Garcia's music. Uh, Next week, we'll return to 1978. And that will finish up our month of August of Shakedown Stream. And then we'll go onward and upward and keep on streaming into the current. Right on. I'm going to leave you with some Garcia and Grisman from 825.91. I think it'll ground us after all that psychedelic journey music. Hey, peace. Have a good week and keep enjoying the summer right on.
cut friends now in it all to see Paul Lewis in that new graveyard. Angels laid him on the Angels laid him away. Laid him six feet under. Angels laid him When they heard that Lewis was dead, all the women folks in the trees ran. Angels laid him away. Angels laid him away. Laid him six feet under the cliff. Angels laid him. See Paul Lewis in that new 
Get some sleep. 